You ready, Bert? Huh? I say, are you ready, Bert? Make this a good intro, Chief. This needs all the help it can get. Well, hi all there. This is Kermit the Frog. Uh, this is all spontaneous, unrehearsed, right, Froggy? It's unrehearsed, yes. Okay, okay. Now. Welcome to the Muppets Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia. Thank you. It's so good to be on your show. I don't believe this. Flawlessly executed, brother. What did you expect from world's most dangerous frog? All right, well, welcome back to the Muppets Podcast. I am Jimmy in Georgia. I'm your host, as always, and we are back for a new episode of the Muppets Podcast, the official podcast of WakaWaka.net. And as if you've listened to the show before, that was our new intro. Thought I'd mix things up a little here as we're getting along with the old show. I hope you like the new intro, and if I get negative feedback, we can always go back to the old one, and that'll be okay, too. But anyway, we are back, and we're here uh, a little later than I'd hoped. I was going to plan to do this, uh, honestly, a couple months ago. I think it was back in September I was looking to do this particular episode, and I'd got some audio clips prepared. Kind of planning to do this episode even beforehand, but back at that time... There was that new uh, parody that had come out from Sesame Street around that time. It was called Star S'mores, and I'm probably sure most of you have probably seen that, I would assume. Uh, that was published back on September the 12th. And so somewhere around that time, I had originally planned to do this episode and it just never happened for various and sundry reasons. But we are back now, and we are going to talk some more Star Wars and Muppets crossovers, and we're going to definitely feature uh, more of the Sesame Street side this go-round. Uh, last time we talked about Star Wars and Muppets, we focused on the uh, the Muppets proper, the Kermits and Piggies and Muppet Babies and such. And so this time we're going to look more on over on Sesame Street. And so we, we're definitely going to be talking a little bit about Star S'mores, We've got some clips from back in the 80s with Anthony Daniels when he was there on Sesame Street. We have to talk about when R2-D2 fell in love with a fire hydrant, all those kinds of things. And then we'll be sure to provide you with some links where you can find even more Star Wars and Sesame Street crossovers because there are many, many of them. I mean, even if one thing we're really not going to go down the list because, I mean, basically, if you think about it, pretty much anyone in Hollywood who's famous or popular, at some point they've been on Sesame Street. That's just kind of thing you do. That's one of those things when you make it as an actor, <laughs> you get to be on Sesame Street. And if you really make it as an actor, you get to be on Saturday Night Live. That's kind of seems to be what happens. But um, yeah, if we ran through like the list of actors who have appeared in the um, currently six Star Wars films and you know soon to be seven and however many more they'll be making, we could probably go down the list and say, oh, they were on there, they were on there, they were on I mean, so, we don't want to do that. Anyway, we're definitely going to talk about some more of the key um, Star Wars crossovers, not just all the, the fact that, oh, Natalie Portman has appeared on Sesame Street. So, anyway, we are glad to have you back here for another episode of the podcast. And I guess, since we've already mentioned it, we've already talked about it, we're going to start off with a small, just little clip of uh, Flan Solo from Star S'mores, and then we'll get back and talk a little bit more. All right, we'll be right back. A long time ago, in a cookies and Milky Way galaxy far, far away, Star S'mores. The unlikely heroes, there's the young Luke Piewalker. I won't fail you, Princess Parfaya. The mischievous but lovable Flan Solo. And don't forget roguishly handsome. With his loyal partner, Chewie the Cookie. What? Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, stop the music! We can't have Cookie for partner. Why not? This why not. Cookie! 
and not eat his partner, who happens to be a cookie only one. Use the fool. Sorry, use the what? The fool. When you start to lose control, stop and count to four. It will help you calm down. Remember, the four will be with you always. When 900 years old you reach, look as cute you will not. Hey, he remind me of somebody. But who? Master Grota, my friend needs another strategy to help control mm. himself. Strategy, hmm? Sing a little ditty, you must. Yes. Fun, uh, oh. stop. Try the new strategy. There is no try, only sing. La, 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 la. By your lack of control, disturbing. Darth Baker. What we do now? I don't know. We're all out of mentors. And finally, you'll cheer when they rescue Princess Parfait. You rescued me. And for your reward, you can have my hairdo. It's made of cookies. You be kind of princess. Come soon, Star Spores, a movie that's out of this world. So if you've seen the video, you, you probably noticed I edited that down. I think the clip on YouTube is about five minutes long, and that's probably about two minutes of it. Kind of got the highlight. I really enjoyed Only One Cannoli. That's a name I haven't heard in a long, long time. Use the four, Cookie Monster. The four will be with you always. Uh, that was great. And then Yoda. Mm, there is no try. Only sing. La, 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 la. <laughs> That's pretty great, too. So anyway, I had a good time with that video. I hope you did. And so, yeah, they were, they were doing some funny stuff there. You had Luke Piewalker. You had Flan Solo. You had Chewie the Cookie. Only one cannoli. Master Grota. You had Darth Baker. And I will say this, they did spoil Empire Strikes Back there as well. As everyone is apt to do in any Star Wars parody ever, I think. Uh, so, spoiler alert in that fashion. I, did, I didn't include that portion of the video in my little um, kind of highlight reel there. But yeah, it's fun. It's cool little little Star Wars parody and I like it. And that, they've done a ton of these kind of things on Sesame Street these past few years. Of different movies, different things. Stuff you wouldn't really think they would do. I don't know if we've talked about it here on the show. They did like Late Miz. They did Downton Abbey, Hunger Games. They've done tons of stuff. So if you like that kind of stuff, check them out. There are a ton of them over on YouTube. Good stuff from Sesame Street there. So anyway, we're going to talk about some more old school Sesame Street stuff here. Got a few more clips to play. And we're going to start off with R2 and C3PO talking with Big Bird. And then we'll be right back to talk a little bit more. Hi, C-3PO. Hi, little R2-D2. Pardon the intrusion, but you don't seem your normal happy bubbly bird-like self today. Is anything troubling you? Well, I don't know. It's just that today, I can't seem to get my numbers straight. I can't tell my one from a four, or a three from a two. I don't know what to do. An excellent suggestion, R2. We are computerized robots. We're experts in numbers. Perhaps we can help you with your numbers. Oh, would you? It really isn't difficult. You see, if it says one, you go. If it says two, you go. If it says three, then you go. And that's the way it's done. But now, what if it says four? I go... 
nothing more. But what if it says 2,478,693? Oh, you just go. You see, if it says one, I go beep. Correct. If it says two, I go beep beep. If it says three, then I go beep beep beep. And that's the way it's done. All right, well, there we have R2 and C3PO helping Big Bird learn how to count. Beep beep beep. It's <laughs> really random. It really is. There's there's another couple clips we're going to play here. But uh, I don't know. It's just funny. Like, Big Bird's sad because he can't count. Good old Carol spinning. I don't know. It's just really random. So, yeah, I cut out a lot of that. That was a good chunk of it. Some of the highlights again. Uh, one part that it cut out was Big Bird asking, what if it was 26? And be bebop, bebop, boop, 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 whatever R2-D2 says. And then I loved how there near the end he asked, what if it was 2,462,000 or whatever it was. And so... That was pretty good. Uh, again, it's always fun to see Anthony Daniels anywhere playing C-3PO. And it's fun to see the Star Wars character interacting there on Sesame Street. That's really cool. I, I still like it. I enjoy it here, you know, 30 years later or whatever. Uh, it's really fun. So one thing I, I do want to mention here, I can't, I can't not mention this, is that if, you, if you're familiar with the Star Wars Christmas album, this is very similar <laughs> to that Christmas in the stars and so uh if you haven't been able to check out Christmas in the stars and you like Star Wars definitely check that out at some point it features a young Bon Jovi John Bon Jovi that is so anyway (laughs) we're gonna talk a little bit more about this next clip um again R2-D2 C-3PO are on Sesame Street and uh R2 finds love so we'll be right back after this little Kind of edited down version again of a clip from the old Sesame Street. Now look here, Artu. You're going to have to go much slower if you expect me to understand you. Yes, I can see you're happy. I can see that very well. You're moving around as fast as you can and beeping away like mad. But why? What makes you so happy? Oh, so that's it. You're in love. Well, that was sudden. Where did you meet? Right here on Sesame Street. Extraordinary. Tell me what she looks like. She's quiet, very polite, hardly says a word. She's short. She's shorter than you are. And she has a pointed head. Most extraordinary. Where is she now? Over there. Where? Don't look. What do you mean, don't look? So kindly take me over and introduce me. What do you mean you're shy? You haven't been shy since the day you were assembled. Now just pull yourself together and introduce me. Come on. Well, where is she? I can't see her. Where is she? Oh, all right, I will be quiet, but... So that's the love of your life? Artu, that's a fire hydrant. I'm telling you, that's a fire hydrant. Firemen come along, attach their hoses to it, turn it on, and water comes out. I'm not joking. Oh, R2, don't be sad. You know what they say. It's better to have loved a fire hydrant than never to have loved at all. Well, I think that's what they say. 
All right. Well, that was uh, interesting, to say the least. The uh, the things that happen, I, I assume, when George Lucas aren't involved are always kind of funny. You go back, you look at the Star Wars Holiday Special, for example. It was a variety show, if you're not familiar. It George had very little to do with that, from what I understand. And uh, people didn't really know what to do with the characters who were you know, writing and producing that particular show. Um, you had some really strange things going on there. It's kind of unwatchable. I've seen it twice. The first time I watched it, it was kind of hard to watch it, even though I'm a big Star Wars fan. Second time I watched it this year, I purchased the Rift Tracks version from the guys who used to do Mystery Science 3000, and that made it a lot better. They were making fun of it all along, and so... But yeah, this is a very kind of odd thing. Uh, I know Sesame Street's about learning things and teaching children. And so, yes, there are some children who don't know what a fire hydrant is. And so we find out what they do. They uh, enable firefighters to get water to fight fires. And poor R2 was in love with a fire hydrant. (laughs) That's so silly. So silly. But that was... uh, That was Sesame Street, I guess, on this this episode. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I, I like looking back at some of these old things. It's just kind of corny, kind of funny. And I did, I cut out a few things there. That was most of the clip. It, it's only a couple minutes long. Uh, I just cut out a few things just to kind of make it a little shorter than it, than it originally was. But, again, I just think it's interesting to see, see these Star Wars characters interacting on Sesame Street. Now, it didn't feature anyone in particular like Big Bird last time. Just the street itself and one of the the props here on the street. But I thought that was pretty fun again, even though it is kind of silly. So those are a few examples of some of the classic Star Wars on Sesame Street crossovers. And there are more. I mean, Anthony Daniels and then I would assume a robotic R2 were on two episodes of Sesame Street back in the 80s. They were on episodes number 1364 and 1396 in 1980. Okay, this next clip is from an Australian show, which is funny enough, I guess. And it features Elmo and Cookie Monster doing a reenactment of one of the pivotal moments of Empire Strikes Back, which again has a spoiler there in the middle. So I'm going to I'm going to beep out the spoiler, so just in case you don't know what that spoiler is, or maybe there's a kid listening who doesn't know what that spoiler is, they won't they won't get spoiled here. So, Fifi and Jules, this is back from 2012. This is a more modern version. Honestly, you know, this isn't actually on Sesame Street. And this is one you may not have heard. I don't know. I'm not sure how, how widespread this one got. Check this little clip out. Scene one, Star Wars, Elmo playing uh, Luke Skywalker and Cookie Monster playing Darth Vader. Uh, and action. Elmo will never join you! If only you knew the power of the dark side. Cut, what, cut. Um, Luke, you, you can't be Elmo. Uh, you, you have to, oh. as a part of acting, you have to be Luke Skywalker. So. Oh, okay. Okay, and uh, reconvene. Start the music again. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that good. Luke will never join you! If only you knew the power of the dark side. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to you, father. He told Luke enough. He told Luke that you ate his cookies. No. Me. No, that's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings and you know it to be true. No. Little Luke. No. Yes. No. Oh, yes. No. Yeah. Wow. Oh, 
Elmo Cookie Monster. I think we've definitely <sighs> tapped into some acting potential wow. here. All right, and there you have Australian radio at its finest. That was pretty funny. I, I never actually saw that until I was researching for the show and thought that was pretty great. And that is on YouTube. You can check out Beefy and Jules there. And I'm sure they probably have all sorts of other things if you're interested in more from Fifi and Jules. And, oh, another just a tiny little thing uh, we can mention as far as Sesame Street and uh, Star Wars crossovers. We do see Darth Vader and Oscar the Grouch appear in the United Museum 2. I forget the subtitle of that. But they were at the Smithsonian and Darth Vader and Oscar are chilling out there together. Which is kind of cool. Also, I mentioned this earlier, there's a bunch of these things that some other people have already done some hard work to uh, compile. And I, I definitely don't want to take away any of their efforts. But over at uh, Muppet.Wikia.com, they have a list of uh, quite a few Muppet and Star Wars crossovers, so be sure to check out their website. Uh, and two of the things that they mention, maybe in a future episode we might come back and include some audio of these. Uh, there was a Super Grover 2.0 sketch where uh, Grover's looking to find a force to move a cart with a horse in it. And uh, there's several, apparently several references to the Force. And the Force is strong with this one. Use the Force. Stuff like that. <laughs> there's also a, a reference in a 2010 episode of Sesame Street where Virgil von Vivaldi presents a limestone rock with a lute for his rock band and says, Use the Force, lute. So, <laughs> oh, goodness. And there's more. There's, there's some references to Elmo the Musical and some other things. So definitely go check out the Muppet Wikia for more information um, with a few more crossovers. And uh, I think that's going to bring this little episode to a close. Uh, like I said, there are definitely other things that we could go out and research and pull in, but maybe we'll do that at a future time. I really just want to get this episode out. I tried to do this a couple months ago, at least in my mind. I planned to do it. I got some of those my few little audio clips together and tried to edit them down and all those things. And then just never actually got around to recording and editing the show and getting it posted. So, we're back. All right. So anyway, thanks again for listening to the Muppets Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia. We are available on iTunes. We're over on Stitcher. You can find us in the Jimmy and Georgia radio feed in Stitcher, as well as the Muppets Podcast on its individual feed there in Stitcher. So you can find us in those couple ways. Also, you can find us in Facebook and Twitter and all the other things in social media just about, I guess. Uh, but over on Facebook, we are the Muppets Podcast. And then on Twitter, we are at Muppets Podcast. We are in Google Plus. You can find us there. So just take a look around. If you'd love to hear from you, you can also email us at MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com. And I uh, would love to hear from you and your thoughts about Sesame Street and Star Wars. So we're going back to our previous episode, Muppets and Star Wars. And with all that said, I want to say thank you for listening. I'm Jimmy and Georgia. Peace. And remember, the four will be with you always.